like everything shifts and everything changes when we come from a place of love and we allow ourselves um, to accept and to forgive not only ourselves but other people around us. These are the stories of average people who have massively changed their lives from a Tony Robbins event. Welcome to episode 24 of the Tony Robbins Impact Podcast. And today I'm sharing the first of the Date with Destiny stories. I have Denishri Reddy here to talk to you about her journey and I interviewed her before the event and after the event to see the uh, difference in her energy and just uh, the learnings that she she got from that event and it's been a long time coming I've been working very hard to get these episodes to you and I uh, found it fascinating to hear people's stories especially their expectations going in and then and then what they got out of it and a lot of the time it was very different to what they went in the, to the event with so enjoy this episode I'll let Dineshri do the talking and and I hope everyone is well, and I look forward to bringing you all of the Date with Destiny stories over the coming weeks. Dineshree, thank you so much for joining me. Hi. Thanks for uh, coming on for the uh, special Date with Destiny interviews. Uh, I'm looking forward to sharing your journey with everyone, if that's all right with you. Yeah, of course. I'm super excited to um, to share my story and answer the questions that you have. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, and um, just interested to know a little bit about you first, and and what uh, I guess prior to your exposure to uh, mm-hmm. Tony Robbins, what was what was going on in your life, and and where are you from as well? Yeah, so um, so I'm from Sydney, um. I've grown up in Sydney. I was born in South Africa, uh, grown up in Sydney. And basically for me, there was a lot of self-loathing and, you know, lack of self-worth and feeling of that, you know, I'm not enough. And I had gone through the roller coasters of in and out of the emotions and sort of, you know, one month I'd be absolutely fabulous, then, you know, the next month it was just um, ups and downs and then the next month it was kind of like a pitfall um, and also not having the greatest sort of, um, you know, patterns in life as well. So in and out of work due to contracts and um, financial instability and um, which kind of all stemmed from the lack of self-worth and um, the fact that I didn't think that I deserved what I wanted um, so a huge, I suppose, a huge breaking point for me um, was when I was in London and um, there was a point where I considered taking my own life, um, which was quite intense, uh, thinking back about it now. And I had the option of going into the kitchen and I visualized exactly how I was going to do it. And that was going to be the moment. And for some grace of God, grace of the universe, 
instead of walking out to the kitchen, I walked out of my bedroom and walked into the bathroom and said, look, I just need to take a breather, have a shower, calm down. And that's sort of when I kind of completely broke down and knew that this had to change. There was no other option, but life had to change. Um, and then moved back to Sydney. So I was there in London for two years, moved back to Sydney, um, took on a coach who helped me with another situation in my life around sexual abuse um, and got me to to the point where I was able to forgive my abuser, which was a huge thing for me. Um, and then last year, a friend of mine that I grew up with and, you know, best friends in high school and we had, you know, quite an intense relationship together. Um, he died from a motorbike accident and that was sort of like the second breaking point for me in terms of things aren't changing as it should and I need to make it happen now because he was he was my age, so um, 35. And it seemed as though like 35 years of my own life had then vanished and disappeared and I, there was a moment where I was like, the last 35 years didn't exist. What the hell? Um, and it was that point where I was like, I've been wanting to go to a Tony Robbins event, UPW's in September. I need to find a way and I need to do it. And I and that, I bought my ticket and I went um, and had one of the, the most incredible experiences of my life. Um, it was, yeah, uh, undescribable, but like just you know, I was able to understand more of why I was feeling what I was feeling. Um, there was a lot of anger I was carrying through life as well. And I didn't have a proper understanding of that. Um, and so, you know, I had seen a therapist um, in regards to the sexual abuse, but it was just, it wasn't really getting to the point that I needed to to get to in order to forgive my abuser, forgive myself, Um and this was the first sort of part of that journey in regards to that as well. Wow. That's wow. So you sounds like you were at a real tipping point, like. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was, it was, you know, to an extent a do or die kind of situation. Um, you know, I, I felt if, if I kept on this, on the path that I was on, I wasn't going to, and I have huge, like really big dreams I want to achieve um, to serve humanity and, you know, and also in regards to women's rights and young girls and equality, um, you know, um, also for the um, LGBTQI community as well. Um, and the, the self-worth just wasn't there. So if I continued on to that, the other journey, I was just going to, bury myself deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper um, and just not be happy with life and would have gotten to the point where I think, you know, I would have ended up being homeless and, you know, fighting with my family and end up being homeless or ending my life. Um, and so I th there was just that strength, that moment of, of choosing to, to walk to the bathroom and have that shower. There was a higher purpose to that. And I had to find out what it is and I had to honour that because, you know, I if um, chose the other option, wouldn't have been here. Hmm. What was, what do you believe was at the core of, uh, I guess, the revelations you had? Or firstly, what, what 
what were the breakthroughs you had at Unleash the Power? Then it sounds like it was super powerful for you, but what were the breakthroughs and what do you believe was at the core of the pain prior to UPW? Um, I think the pain was just, was basically around um, not believing in myself. And I, I knew there was a purpose and I knew there was, there were things I had to do and that there was a reason, um, you know, I fell in love with the whole personal development side of things. Um, you know, discovering more about myself and behavioral wise of why as humans we do what we do. Um, but the, yeah, I think, you know, it was just a bit of confusion. It, there was no clarity. Um, I felt like, you know, I was one of the, the mice running around in, in that little circle thing that they, that they run around in and, you know, and I kept going round and round in circles and just not getting anywhere. And I had to do something different than what I had been doing for all those years. Um, you know, it's, it's the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again. Um, so it was very much from that. And, um, through UPW, uh, Tony's, you know, his skills and, you know, the way he sets it all up is very, very powerful. I mean, you walk on fire and that was a whole other experience for me because I was like, walk through it thinking, holy crap, I did not feel a thing. Like, and then a revelation was that I needed to feel pain in order for it to be real. Um, and that, I, that just blew my mind because I was like, okay, well, that explained a fair bit in my life um, and the intensity of anger and that kind of thing. And then the other things were, you know, just reiterating that self-belief and getting rid of the doubt and understanding that I'm here for a purpose and there's a reason, um, you know, I, I chose the journey that I've chosen and that, you know, I do deserve the things that I want and that I will achieve it, or even though I don't know how yet, but I've set those goals and I know I'm going to get there. Yeah. Wow. He, he gives you such clarity, doesn't he? Like, the- yeah, the exercises that we do, there was, you know, one of those moments where you, you really feel the intensity if you continued your life um, as it was, like, you know, in, in pain body. And he takes you out of that and shows you and gets you to feel the emotions when you do achieve what you want to achieve. And that in itself was such a huge, huge, huge shift, huge shift. Yeah. It's uh, the, that I think it's the Dickens process. It was, yes, yes. That, that is definitely the most powerful thing that I've ever experienced. And it sounds like you've, you've uh, realized the same thing. Yeah, completely. Um, I, you know, was thinking about my life and I actually saw myself losing contact with my family. And that was the scariest thing ever because, you know, I'm so, I'm so close to my family and they're, you know, the backbone um, of who I am and my nieces and my nephews and my sisters and my brother-in-law's mom and dad and stuff. And, um, you know, that's also a big reason why it just, you know, why I am where I am today just to, you know, show my nieces and my nephews that no matter what you can, you can find a way and you can achieve what you want and you just need to trust yourself. And so, 
Yeah, they're yeah. they're sort of a role model for me rather than the other way around. Mm. Yes, that's just so powerful. I'm uh, I'm really happy for you that you've um you've gained that from from Tony's work and yeah. and that was what nine months ago now. So how has every how have these aspects of your life been since since uh, Unleash the Power Within? Completely different. Um, I still do my priming every day. Um, I've done, you know, a few more uh, sort of personal development courses. Um, one's around speed reading because there's a lot of knowledge that I need to gain. Um, and so speed reading is quite important for me in regards to that. I've looked at areas where, um, you know, I need to strengthen and rather than getting disappointed in myself and getting angry at myself and the negative, letting the negative self-talk take over, I find the solutions and I make the, and make it happen. Um, so a huge thing for me out of UPW was letting go of the negative self-talk and beating myself up 24 seven, you know, um, and that, that in itself was, was quite, quite big, but, um, just the more of a positive outlook, better energy, um, you know, more appreciation. I've got my gratitude journal now. Um, I'm just a lot more proactive in regards to filling up my cup as opposed to feeling sorry for myself and then dwelling in that self-pity. Mm. So you've taken taken on a lot of what he's said about, uh, he talks a lot about victim mentality and, yeah. and turning that around on its head is, yeah. is to, just to take action, like move towards something. And we all, we all do that. We all have excuses. Like I, I definitely prior to UPW, I was the same. I would have excuses for everything of why I wasn't doing anything. Yes. And yes. then and then after the event, it's like, uh, it sounds like you're, you're taking action, yeah? Yeah, completely. But, you know, it's it's also the element of, of being human and, you know, things, life happens and that, you know, I'm not perfect and sometimes your routine gets uh, thrown out of whack and, you um, you know, there'll be there'd be a day or two where I wasn't able to um, give a hundred percent to my morning routine and complete the priming session. And if it was, you know, before date with destiny, I would have beaten myself up a lot about that. Um, but having uh, not date with destiny, sorry, UPW, um, and now having done UPW, I'm a lot more sort of forgiving. Um, you know, I think it's really important that you, you allow yourself if, if those things happen to just be, to be okay with it and just accept it. Um, but remain consistent. So I would forgive myself, um, and pick things up the next day and just make sure that my routine was back on track and I was, um, you know, going to be consistent moving forward. And I think, that has been a big difference um, in regards to to the actions that I take and and my approach um, after UPW as well. Yeah, so uh, giving yourself a bit of leeway, like we all we all have moments where we're 
struggling or we're not doing our routine or we're not, you know, we can't be up at our best all the time. So allowing yourself to, to do that, but at the same time learning from each time that happens. Yeah, exactly. And just, and not being so hard on yourself and, you know, just coming from a place of love, um, I think is, is really important. Um, because look, yeah, we're, we're all human. We make mistakes. Um, but we learn from them and we move on and, you know, we're able, it gives us that opportunity, um, to move on stronger, I would say as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you've, you've been, it's been a big year for you by the sounds of it. I mean, such, such growth and revelations and, and you've been through a lot and maybe we can talk a bit more about that. Um, it's been a bit rushed tonight because I'm doing these short, spurts before date with destiny and maybe maybe we can talk a bit more about your story as well uh after date with destiny when we catch up but yeah sounds good looking uh yeah looking forward to i mean we're talking it date with destiny is literally in a few days for those listeners so (laughs) how are you feeling because i've shared with everyone that i won't i'm not attending anymore unfortunately but yeah um i before when i thought I was attending I was nervous I mean I was like almost frightened of what was going to happen I mean how, how are things for you um yeah I'm pretty nervous <laughs> um I look I don't I'm I'm not going in with with crazy expectations I'm I've been told how intense it can be um just in terms of the hours and, you know, it's, it's a week long. So it's not, um, I think UPW was three or four days. So, you know, this is a full week. Um, so I'm going in with a complete open mind. Um, and I've just gotten out of, um, NLP training as well. So, um, an NLP master's training. So I've had a few breakthroughs through that which has been absolutely incredible um and I really feel that going into date with destiny it's really gonna cement the new empowering beliefs um that I've been working on uh for myself and it's just it's just gonna be that you know the icing on the cake um anything else that that could be hidden down in in our um in my unconscious is it's going to come out and I truly feel like I'm going to walk out of there just as you know complete brand new person um and I turned 36 on Sunday so this is really exciting for me because I feel like now I'm going into the next chapter of my life letting go of a lot of baggage like a lot of baggage that I was holding on to for no good reason. Um, and throughout my journey, I've been realizing how, you know, it, it really isn't serving me to hold on to a lot of it. Um, and date with destiny is literally just going to kick the rest in the ass and out of my system. Yeah. That's, that's really cool that you've done so much work even since Unleash the Power then with yeah. the NLP, like to, to get to that point where you're having those breakthroughs and, yeah, I, I could I could imagine that must feel almost um, so empowering that that you've dealt with a lot of stuff and now you can 
just if there's anything left, you you can go there, or if not, it's just gonna it's just gonna be absolute certainty. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm so beyond excited, nervous because I don't know really what to expect, but just you know, so excited for what the future holds. So excited for you know to see how things go through throughout Date with Destiny and after that. Now, before we jump into the second part of Dineshri's Date with Destiny story. I just want to say thank you to the sponsor of this episode, which is Jolene Swafford's Mastermind Thrive. Now, Jolene was actually featured on episode 11 of this podcast and has been to many of Tony's events and actually is a platinum partner at the moment. And Jolene now actually runs a multi-six-figure coaching company and her new Mastermind Thrive, which I'm actually a part of, is officially up and running. And it's a, it's an intimate group of people who... Are taking their their life to the next level. Sorry, and and as Tony says, you know, proximity is power, and getting Jolin's wisdom and coaching in the fortnightly group coaching calls, I must say, is absolutely invaluable. And uh, f- fortunately enough, Jolin has actually offered the listeners of the podcast a ten percent discount. And if you are interested, just jump over to joelineswafford.com forward slash thrive, or you can click on the links in the episode show notes. Dineshri, thank you for coming back on. I'm sure you're feeling super pumped right now. How, how was your experience? It was absolutely incredible. Um, I went in with no expectations, not really knowing what to expect, I suppose. Um, and it just, it blew my mind. Mm. What was some of the major takeaway? Well, not just takeaways. It's more of an emotional thing, really. Like what was some of the, uh, key, key breakthroughs for you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, like my values had shifted a bit, but, um, So I went back to what my old values were and, you know, thinking about it subconsciously of what, of what they would have been. Um, And I was actually quite shocked to realize that um, my number one value was around protection. Number two was safety. And then the big thing was um, the rules that were, around that so we make it really difficult for us to live our um our like values our towards values that are more positive and then the away from values which um you know are the negative ones of like fear um i can't actually remember what number two was um but it was all it was all very fearful based and again the rules around that for the away was really easy to achieve so that that just opened my mind to a whole other world um and then we had to you know work on what we wanted our values to be um for both towards and away and I completely shifted it all um and my top two now is authenticity and love um for the towards values and the away values um it was still fear but it was much harder to achieve fear wow if that makes sense yeah so it was like quite easy to achieve authenticity and love and really difficult to achieve 
um, fear. And I like it just, yeah, that that just shocked me in regards to how we actually live our daily lives, um, not like normally with that stuff. So yeah, it's so true. If you're if you're not conscious of it, because I've been observing everyone's. Obviously, I'm interviewing people who have been, yeah. and I didn't I didn't go myself, but I've been observing this this values thing has been very interesting to me because when and people started to explain it like you have just now, I realized that I was just thinking that as you said it, that my away from values that really get me into that rut and that really non-growth stage of my life or, or period or week, whatever it is, a day or a week. Yeah. It's so easy to get those, to get those in your life, like sluggishness, you know, watching TV, like all, all the, all of the certainty that comes in. It's so easy to get that when you, you know, it's really safe. So that, how was, how was it? It must just feel great to let that go. And does it feel permanent to you? Does it feel like a permanent change? Um, it, yeah, it feels amazing to let it go. Like there's a whole lot of weight that's lifted. Um, there, I feel for me because, because those values were so embedded um, there's still a bit of work that I need to do, like more around just being conscious when that comes up um, and just sort of, yeah, yeah, being conscious of when that comes up so I know what's going on. And, I mean, the other thing that was a huge thing as well was the primary question we ask ourselves daily and mine was, again, based around protection. How do I protect myself? So it was all very, um, you know, just about not letting anyone in. And I th- and we spoke about this pre- like previously before the event. It was, you know, very much keeping people at arm's length. And even though I thought I was letting them in, I really wasn't because those were my the way I was living unconsciously. So, of course, I wasn't going to let anyone in. Um, so it's that just this realization around all of that. Um, there, so there's going to still be a bit more work to do, but definitely, definitely a, a new emotional home, and definitely, um, you know, things have completely shifted. And and like Tony says, you know, life will never be the same again because it just won't. You you're so much more aware of what's going on now, and you know how to change it. Mm. That's so powerful. So what, what, I guess, what ended up being your primary question? So my new primary question is um, how can I be even more present and embrace the moment now with others and myself? Mm. So it just keeps me a lot more uh, present because with everything that I was doing, I was always thinking too far ahead in the future. Um, and that's when I'd get anxious and it, like I'd get anxiety and um, really stressed and really get down on myself for things not working out. So it helps to bring me back to the present and just be more, more in the moment um, with friends. or so if I'm on my own to, to be more present with what's going on and what I'm doing. Wow. That's, I'm so happy for you. It sounds so powerful and something you can always refer back, refer back to. Yeah. Yeah, completely, completely. Mm. So you said you talked briefly about how you, you, you thought you were allowing people in, but yeah. really you were still keeping them uh, arm's length. 
Yes. And yes. you had a had a sort of a realization there. Did that after the event has anything changed there? Do you feel that you're more open and and actually genuinely allowing people in now? Yes, 100%. Um I feel like I'm coming more from a place of love. Um, and so the, okay. So the other beautiful, amazing thing that happened was it was, it's actually quite funny because it was just all aligned with this whole ridiculous protection thing. Um, we did an exercise and throughout the exercise, um, it was a meditation exercise and I got, and so I just completely let go through the exercise and just had this vision of, all these people standing in a row um, and there was this white light that was just shining over them. And it was, I felt as it was, it, um, it was people from my family that had passed away, you know, people that I've um, hadn't met in my family. And then those that, um, that I had met. And then it was also a friend of mine who passed away last year and it was just this guidance around you don't need to be so protective over yourself. You can let go. We're watching over you. So after that exercise, I just opened my eyes and I was bawling my eyes out because it was that shift that I can let go and it's okay to let go. Um, and so now I am so much more present in the moment and I'm not worried about what, what's going to happen in the future. I'm, I'm just embracing the time I have with people and, um, you know, being really present through conversations and getting to know people. So that was something that was incredibly, incredibly powerful. That absolutely sounds like it. Do you feel like it was almost that you got to the core of what was creating that behavior in the first place? Yeah, it was just, it was a little bit silly, of, like, um, with what I was doing because people were asking me about my story as well and I just kept repeating it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, how have I been living this way for so long? Like, it's just crazy to to hold on to these things. And so, you know, having been able to talk about it, having these experiences, um, it was, yeah, it was just so much easier to let go of mm. wow that's amazing that's really yeah. amazing I'm, I'm looking forward to next year already yeah. <laughs> um so i know like it's hard to compress six days of guidance from the world's best coach into yeah, yeah. into this <laughs> short interview but i feel you you've done a pretty amazing job and if you could sum it all up in a word what would it be Oh, one word. <laughs> Try your best. Um, if I could sum it up in a word, what would it be? To love. Mm. Um, yeah, just to to love. Yeah. Because our whole every like everything shifts and everything changes when we come from a place of love and we allow ourselves um, to accept and to forgive not only ourselves but other people around us. So I think, yeah, and 
it's 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 just a really powerful um, and beautiful place to be in because you're at ease. It's you know you're not stressed and yeah, you just you just come from a, a more um, endearing place. I feel. Mm. Yeah, I think love is just uh, that's a beautiful word to use. I've only been to unleash the power within, but it definitely. I mean, at the center of everything, it is essentially is is love and yeah it does it give you so much more clarity doesn't it completely completely yeah so hey I saw your Facebook post about your revelations at date with destiny and you said you're going to help the world what are you up to now and I guess where can people find you if they want to follow your journey yeah so um I'm gonna be coaching um you know similar sort of things in regards to what tony does with nlp so neurolinguistics programming and marketing and business strategies now so it's given me another whole shift which is amazing um so i'm super 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 excited about it because i'm really passionate about you know helping people get out of their way so they can just make things happen and you know i've, I've been doing marketing for like 17 years so that a lot of that will come into it to help them with their business and also in their personal lives. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm super excited. Um, and where can people find me? So I've um, on social media, um, Facebook and Instagram, I've got my business. It's called bossing it. Um, but with social it's, we are bossing it. So they can find me on there um, and then it's all in the works for the website. So that'll come soon as well. And yeah, so amazing. It's a very bright and exciting future. <laughs> it must feel amazing. And did you get a lot of clarity over your coaching and business direction during Day yeah. with Destiny as well? Yeah, yeah, completely. Because it was, you, you have all these ideas in your head. You don't, you know, it's, you can get quite confused, overwhelmed. And I've been doing a process for, for um, you know, the last month just to try and find out where, what direction I want to go into, how I want to help people. And then going to date with destiny, it just, it clarified that I was in the right direction that, you know, to utilize my marketing skills, to, to utilize the NLP, um, strategies that I've learned and how powerful they are. So it, it just, it guided me in the right direction. Cool. I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that. And I'll, I'll be sure to leave some links in the show notes for your Facebook page. And I look forward to following your journey. And thank you so much for sharing with the thousands of people that will listen to this all around the world, <laughs> your story and your journey through Date with Destiny from, from before the event to after now. It's such a different, it's such a different story. It's so funny when I think back to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, yeah, that was the aim of the game with yeah. getting, getting the before and after. I think it'll be interesting yeah. to hear the two yeah. together. Yeah, definitely. But um, thank you so much for having me a part of your podcast and, you know, it's such, I think what you're doing is so amazing because you just, you're sharing everyone's story and, you know, not only do they get to hear, go back and hear what their old story is and how they've shifted, but, you know, it, it, I think, you know, you're helping other people just to, 
get inspired to to really take action in their own lives. So I think it's a beautiful thing. Oh, thank you so much. It's um yeah, it's been a beautiful journey so far. Yeah. Um, I just had one final question, and yeah. I didn't give you much notice on this, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> so, okay. So if you had to leave this world today and you're with your loved ones for the final time, what piece of advice, guidance, or a quote do you share with them? What piece of advice or guidance would I share with them? You'll be okay. Um, everything, everything actually does work out for you. So you'll be okay. Um, and I think it's, yeah, that would be the key message because it's so important for us, you know, generally what we're taught through society is that we have to know what we're going to do in life and, you know, we, you have to think about the future and what's going to happen and you you need to have a family and you need to have all of this stuff going on. But you don't have to. You can play by your own rules, um, you know, whatever that may be for you and you can find your way and no matter what that path is, um, come from the heart and everything will, will will be okay. It will work out. The universe has got has got your back. I absolutely love that. Thank you for sharing that. 